This episode of Before the Trainwreck podcast is brought to you by the Grondike Soap Company. Guys, I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every single day. Tactical Soap is a handmade natural product made in the United States of America from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not endocrine disrupting chemicals that are going to lower your testosterone. Both the soap and beard oil is infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and that will automatically apply 10% off your order. Consider grabbing one of the trifecta packs to save even more. If you are a bearded man and want a majestic beard like yours truly, the God of War beard oil is hands down the best beard oil product I've ever used. Gentlemen, this is the most manly handmade soap that we know of. Other soaps are going to get you clean. This one will get you dirty. Again, you're going to want to visit coopersoap.com now and place your order. That's Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, soap.com now. All right, guys, what is up? We're live. 29th installment of the Unplugged Alpha. It's going to be a comedy special today. Well, there's always a little bit of truth to every joke, isn't there? What her dating profile really means. Um, all right, before we get started, how's everybody doing tonight in the chat? Do we have anybody up in Ottawa in the chat live right now? That's what I want to know. All right, a little housekeeping here. Join us over on YouTube. So if you guys want to ask questions tonight, I'll be dropping the join link. Um, you'll have to head on over to YouTube to get access to that. I'll, I'll pin it up to the top. So I'm just going to drop that YouTube link all over the place. And uh, again, guys, this stuff is also available in podcast form. We're getting loads of views uh, on all the podcast platforms, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Tunes, all of them. I don't handle that. My, my guy takes care of it all. But uh, yeah, if you guys listen to the show, awesome. Appreciate that too. And uh, welcome everybody that's live tonight. Um, before we get started, I want to take a couple of minutes and... Uh, just talk about what's going on in Ottawa here and in, and in Canada. This will take just a couple. Chris says, amen to the truckers. It's been an amazing week to witness and feel a sense of unity and hope in this country again. And that's something that's been missing here for almost three years now, is people don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, and they're pissed off. And there's a lot of people, they're saying upwards of 150,000 now up in Ottawa. A lot of them were uh, truckers that started the movement. Uh, to end the mandates. And, uh, you know, what does uh, Captain Trudeau do? He uh, says he has COVID and he goes and hides out, not dealing with any of it. Oh, and on top of that, he's virtue signaling a bunch of nonsense in between. I want to show you this uh, quick little clip before we get started. Uh, let's see if I can add to stream. And if you guys want to follow what's going on, a good resource I found here is freedom.convoy2022 on Instagram. Uh, I'm just going to hit this and play it. You guys should be able to hear it. If the audio is no good, let me know and I'll turn it up a little bit. But it's just a two-minute clip. The small fringe minority. Minority that is here today. What do you think about that? 
It's a pretty small fringe minority that I'm looking at right now, isn't it? <laughs> it's very evident that this is not a fringe minority. I think there's about 100,000 people here, um, like the people I've spoken. Did you find that is a fringe minority? Well, <laughs> I'm happy to be part of this minority, if that's what you want to call it. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the government is now the fringe minority. <laughs> Definitely. I don't think it is. I think those numbers are super represented, uh, misrepresented. I think I talk to a lot of people who feel like I do, and the math doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Well, I can't say I'm surprised when you see in the news that it's just some fringe minority. You can basically tell right away that it's the exact opposite of that, and that's what's happened here today. And there's people coming from every part of Canada, people coming from all over the world, and uh, I think we want to show these politicians that democracy is back and the Canadians are waking up again. And uh, my question was actually, uh, just as you know, that say that it's a fringe minority that is here today. Um, do you really think that is a fringe minority? Uh, I think the politicians are the fringe minority. I think Trudeau's a fringe minority. They, you know, it's not, they have a minority government, so it has minority right in it. And we're only given so many choices. I don't think anyone actually supports any of the politicians in Canada. But when we have a system of power imposed on us, that gives us basically two and a half choices that are all exactly the same. What are we going to do? We, you know, we're, we're, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take back our freedoms. We're going to be the people. Democracy comes from the Greek, demoskrasia, literally means rule of the people, and that's what we're doing. And uh, do you think the mainstream media are telling the truth? I don't think the mainstream media know how to tell the truth. Even when they say a fact that happens to coincide with reality, it's completely contextualized to be a lie. So no, they're, they're incapable of telling the truth, and that's totally by design. We live in a corporate capitalist society, and every aspect of our society is totally commodified. How long do you think the truck driver will stay here? The truck drivers will stay here as long as they need to. They are heroes right now. They're representing Canadians. We're here supporting them. We're going to be here as long as we need to. We're going to support the truck drivers, and the truck drivers are going to stay here until those people realize that they aren't in charge. We are. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Merci à vous. The small fringe minority. That's it. That's what's going on, man. That's what's going on. Freaking clown world. We, you know, we're at this point. <laughs> I heard Denmark lifted all mandates today. Uh, England lifted man mandates over a week ago. The world's opening up. Like it's time. It's time. You know, we're basically dealing with what's you know remnants of what's become a, a common cold. Um, but he's still fighting it, man. He's still fighting it. It's such a weird thing. Um, all right, let me grab some of these super chats here. I saw pop in. Question from KO Videos. First time catching live chat. How do I join your men's community? If you're talking about uh, joining the YouTube channel just for the live chat, that's just the join button. If you're talking about my men's community, that is uh, something I had referenced earlier today on a Instagram post. Where's the link? There it is over there. So it's in a ticker below. Um, so if you go to entrepreneursandcars.com forward slash community, uh, we're doing way more in-person meetups this year. Uh, we just completed a small test run on something I'm going to be large, running larger scale, probably late April, early May, um, which is a deep dive into really fixing a lot of, uh, you know, the crazy stuff that goes on in, in guys world. I can't get into detail because of the sort of stuff that we're doing in it, but you can go check out the, um, uh, link below and watch the video, learn a little bit more about it. And uh, if you got any uh, questions, there's uh, Moff and Jaren are in the chat, actually. So they're both part of the, uh, the men's private group. So you can ask them while we're doing this live show. 
Uh, first time, okay, there was a greetings from Morocco. We got uh, Adam saying, I'm in Montreal. Should I still contribute to my RRSP, eyeing the United States in the next five years? Also, how much emergency savings should I have? No real estate, 31 single engineer. <laughs> Coming right at me with the questions right off the bat. Um, yes, you should contribute to your RRSP to minimize your tax obligations. Uh, it is one of the only things in, in Canada that really works for you to save in your income taxes. If you can go to the U.S., do so. There's lots of states that have way lower taxes and are father-friendly. If you ever have to get divorced, you're not going to have to fight over nonsense for the most part. Um, yeah, that's that's a fact of life, right? And as far as emergency savings, they say you should have three months worth. I'd say more, more the better. Um, I don't feel comfortable unless I've got a few years of an emergency savings. I mean, anything that I can liquidate um, is something that I would, you know, consider. So cash, uh, gold, silver, uh, cryptocurrency, you know, for example, all of these things can be liquidated pretty easily. Anyway, uh, let's keep going here. Ninja G, did you hear what's going on in Ukraine? Yes, apparently Russia is knocking on the front door and Mr. Trudeau has warned Vladimir Putin, do not cross into the, into Ukraine unless you have your vaccine passports. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't do too many jokes in here, but there you go. Okay, let's um let's go to my list over here. So I'm not new to this dating game thing, obviously. I've got the salt and pepper in the beard. I've been I've been out there. Um online dating profiles. And some of you guys today are funny, you know. I laugh when I hear you all, oh, you know, women today and this and that, and it's a rigged game and blah, 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 and you know, dating apps suck and all it's it's been that way for a while. I think it was around 2004, 2003, four, in and around there that they started to get some traction. Um, I was involved in a, a startup in the early 2000s um, dealing with this one called Lemon Tonic, uh, which was, I think, one of the founders came from the Lava Life world. So, the, so these were the two main ones. And everything that I'm about to go through here with you is going to absolutely um like clarify anything that you need to know and create a little bit of laughs for you along the way when it comes to deciphering the code in the matrix if you will uh paul perry says i was the ultimate beta you and shooter tomasi basically saved my life been through so much crap but i feel like i'm on the right track it took me 40 years spinning the crap out of plates right now boy. all right let me open up my list because i posted this here on the community tab of the YouTube channel. This is a different community tab from this one, by the way. This one's mine. The one I'm about to show you is the public one. All right. <clears throat> All right. So I'm just going to rip through these. <laughs> Wild. What do you think that means? Generally, that means drinking drug problem, addictive personality, uh, difficult to control, right? Um, you know, you're going to have to reel that one in, if you know what I'm saying. 39. Means fifty. It's definitely it definitely doesn't mean thirty nine. Twenty nine doesn't mean twenty nine, and thirty nine doesn't mean thirty nine. Whenever you see that age on a dating app, it's it's definitely into the next uh, decade that they were born for sure. Um, there's always this like rounding down issues. Matt, like w women tend to lie about their age and their looks. Like they'll use older photography. 
Um, or they'll say that the 39, if they're like, you know, 45 or 50 or something like that to try to capture, you know, the younger crowd or to, or to hold out, uh, that they're younger than what they actually are. I mean, women inherently know that their true value is in their youth and their beauty and their reproductive rights. I mean, it's been that way for millions of years. Evolutionary psychology has confirmed this. That's why you see this on, you know, the dating sites, uh, that way, why it's rounded down sort of, uh, sort of thing. Uh, oh, you want me to share the screen, Moff? Sure, hold on a second, but you don't trust me to read it out. You don't like my beautiful voice. You just want to read it instead. I don't even know if you're going to be able to see this on the screen here. Let me make it a little bit bigger. So this one's my personal list, and then I'm going to go through the comments, and I'm going to go through the feedback from some of the other guys. Uh, don't waste my time. <laughs> Alpha widowed several times, guaranteed. Um Anytime you see don't waste my time, you're going to be dealing with a demanding, uh, pushy, um, you might see don't waste my time in conjunction with something else in the bio, like hashtag boss girl, um, you know, stuff like that. They're going to be difficult to deal with. Basically, the translation is they've made some bad choices in life. They don't want to take ownership for it and or they've been alpha widowed several times, but they've got a notch count, you know, up there, which is why they're like trying to push for the good guys, which ultimately they're, you know, it's funny because they push for the good guys on the dating app, especially past the epiphany phase, past 30, but they don't really want to be with the good guys. They still want to be with the chads. You know, they still want to be with the, you know, the guys with the broad shoulders, narrow waist, the muscle, chiseled jaw, the deep voice, you know, the guys, you guys know, right? Some of you are those guys, you know, some of you have been those guys about average. So whenever you see like average, you know, as far as a descriptive term used for body type. Uh, I remember, um, you know, it was like, I don't, I don't know what were the options. Thin, average, I think they had athletic, uh, thick, um, and they've got like something like big and boned or whatever. I don't know what the BB, whatever it is. You know the one I'm talking about. You know, homie don't mess with anything above average. Uh, but whenever you see something like above average as a descriptive term, it, it generally means like 30 to 60 pounds overweight. Um, love to travel. That means looking for a dude to take me on trips. I'm not even kidding. It, like most of the time when you see these like girls on uh, social media sites like Instagram and stuff like that, and they've got something like I love to travel or they've got a lot of travel photography and they're young, you know, they're clearly not uh, self-made or anything like that. Somebody's paying for it. Somebody's paying for it. Guaranteed. Right. And, and it's generally not her. Uh, again, you know, remember men are success objects and women are beauty slash sex objects. So those things go in conjunction with one another. You know, a guy has resources. She's got beauty. Let's go travel. It's basically the way that it pans out in those scenarios. Independent. <clears throat> what does that mean? You will decide nothing. <laughs> Uh, and it, and it sometimes means not entirely independent, independent, you know, can sometimes mean, uh, I rely on my ex-husband for child support and alimony, or I rely on my ex-husband, the government for child support, alimony and child tax credits, you know, sort of thing. Um, but, um, yeah, like anybody that's independent doesn't need to declare that they're independent. They just are at the end of the day. I've never, I've never, uh, uploaded a uh, dating bio and published it and said independent on it. That's just foolish. I mean, 
no woman looks for independent, you know, in a guy's quality, but they somehow think that it's something that we, um, you know, look towards. Are you young? Are you hot? Are you thin? Do you know, do you have culinary skills? You know, these are the sorts of like, are you not going to nag me sort of thing? Like, these are the things that we're interested in, right? <laughs> independent equals you will decide nothing. No hookups definitely hooks up if you're a Chad. That's basically what that one means. Um, no hookups is usually closely correlated with don't waste my time. And, uh, you know, she's been, you know, she's racked up a bit of a number, a bit of a body count, uh, and saying that she's not into the hookups, but she will definitely absolutely positively hook up. If you're a chat, um, all of you guys out there in the comments, say what's up right now, confirm, you know, or deny you tell me <laughs> another one of my favorites is get me off this app. All that means is I've been with a lot of dudes here. And I'm running out of new inventory to deal with. So get me the hell out of here because I got nothing else. <laughs> uh, Jaren's in the chat. He says, no hookups equals she's game to go and usually come right over. Hey, listen, it's happened to all of us at least once. Uh, it's happened at least once if you got some game. Um, get me off this app. Been with a lot of guys. Next one. My son Aiden is my world. Translation, you will be an ATM and pay for him. That's basically where we're getting at with this. Stay well away. I mean, I've got it in uh, my 20 red flag chapter in the book. It's red flag number 12, single moms. You guys should not be dealing with single moms on any kind of long-term basis. Short-term dating, fine, you know, if you absolutely have to. Um, but uh, it's, listen, just read the book. The Unplugged Alpha, it's on Amazon. Grab it. Uh, you'll understand why. It's, it's just worth your time in that one. But my son Aiden is my world usually equals you'll be an ATM and, and pay for him. That's essentially what she's looking for. That's what the translation is. It also, you know, essentially means that you will decide nothing. Your opinion means nothing. And you will have to bend the knee to a child that isn't even yours um, most of the time, right? Kid wants to have a little spaz and brat out. Guess whose side she's going to be on? Her son Aiden, right? Beautiful eyes equals fat. <laughs> I've seen this one a few times, and um, it's usually cropped out, photographs, zoomed in, right around, heavily made up, like heavy makeup eyes. Uh, or, you know, maybe she's got great eyes, like a, like a deep blue uh, or like a nice colored green eye sort of thing. Um, hey, listen, just make sure you get a head-to-toe picture before you make any, uh, you know, calls on the whole beautiful eye thing, if you know what I'm saying. Foodie equals... Doesn't cook and demands fancy restaurants you pay for. <laughs> I think I um, I think I shared one of these um, here on my uh, Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. It was a, it was a funny meme I got sent to me. You, you guys DM me these things all the freaking time. I gotta find it because it exemplifies the whole foodie thing. Uh, there it is. Bum bum add to stream. I don't know if you guys can see this, but it says, it's a, it's a dating profile. It says, Courtney, age 29. Of course, it's always 29, right? Translation, what does that mean, boys? 30, 35. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Her worst. Who the F is Jenna? Dude says, my sister. Place is burning down. You know, she's going nuts over the phone. Her best. I tried to make spaghetti, but burnt it. So now you get to take me out. Oh. <laughs> uh. Foodie, doesn't cook and demands fancy restaurants you pay for. Athletic equals flat-chested. Unless she's had some augmentation work generally, but yeah. 
It just happens. Ready to settle down. Oh, let me put it back on the screen for you guys. It's a little bit bigger. Hopefully you can see it this way. You're going to have to watch it on a console if I do it this way. Uh, ready to settle down. Means that she's been with every alpha. She's been on the carousel and wants a beta male provider now. She wants some guy that's just good enough. I mean, she might already have kids in tow and she doesn't want anymore. She just wants a guy that's just good enough to pay for everything. Or she's got baby rabies and she's looking for a just good enough guy with reasonable genes to reproduce with and have him pay for everything. And 50% of the time, she's going to leave him seven to 10 years down the road. So that's a big translation for ready to settle. But the older that she is, okay, I'm going to say this again. 29 ready to settle is not the same thing as 39 ready to settle. I'm going to say this. 31 ready to settle is not the same thing as 41 ready to settle. Ready to settle 41 is a dangerous ready to settle. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Understand that. Boss girl equals disagreeable and annoying. You ever see those hashtag boss girls? I'm a boss girl. Do, 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 do. She's, a disagree she's disagreeable and she's annoying. Trust me. Alpha woman. That's one of my favorites. By the way, there is no such thing as an alpha woman. Okay? Um, there's just women. There's some difficult women, but you can't... I mean, they think that they're alphas. I went out and got my law degree, so now I'm a lawyer. I went out and got my accounting degree, so now I'm an accountant. I went out and I'm a C-suite, blah, blah, blah. I'm an alpha woman. Just understand that just means bossy AF. Adventurous. Equals ho. Oh. <laughs> I know my worth. Equals I think I'm a queen, and you should too. Generally speaking, when somebody is worth something, they don't walk around saying, I know my worth. Now, a few years into a relationship and somebody's being taken advantage of and they need to put their foot down and say, look, lady, I know my worth. Or maybe she says it to him sort of thing. That's a different story. But you do not go and declare, I know my worth in a dating bio. Because that means that she's an entitled brat, generally speaking. She thinks that she's a queen and, and she believes that you should believe so as well. Bubbly equals won't stop talking. <laughs> hey, where are the lies? You know, you guys tell me in the comments. It's, you know, the chat is, is there. You, you let me know. Financially independent equals getting alimony and child support. <laughs> All right, let me grab a few of these here in the... Uh, responses uh do every you know, actually here before i do that let me grab the join link copy to clipboard so if you guys are watching this somewhere else on the uh let me remove that on the internets head over to youtube uh join in and ask a question all right so there's a stream yard link there Make sure you got a good connection, ideally headphones in, so you don't get any audio feedback. And that is pinned to the top of, um, let's see if I did that right, message pinned. Uh, my other screen is screwing up here. Did that get pinned? Yeah, it's pinned, good. All right, so if you guys wanna hop in and ask a question, it's pinned in the top comment. Uh, let's go back over here and add back to screen. 
Let's see what we got in here. Tired of playing games. All that means is she's been around the block a few times and uh, hoped that it was going somewhere but got dumped. Usually, usually if she says, I'm tired of playing games, that's a good indicator she's got a, lo a load of red flags because guys ditch girls. They ghost them when they've got red flags, when they're going to invite uh, drama or complexity in their lives by spending any kind of prolonged period of time with her. So that's what that one means. Uh, looking for a real man. Okay, anytime you see a real man or anything along those lines, don't let a woman tell you what a real man is. How the hell does she know what a real man is? And most of the time, these words that come out of her mouth or in her bio come from a chick where her mother pushed her father out of the house and now she wants to tell you what a real man is. Give me a break. My kids come first. Well, we kind of already covered that with Aiden. Uh, proud feminist. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Proud feminist. Where is feminist? That is number two on my red flag list. Do not deal with the proud feminist. By the way, if you haven't, um, I'm going to put the link down over here in the ticker. But if you haven't got my free chapter on red flags, men must avoid, get on my email list. You can download it once you got on the list. There's some good content I put out there privately to my email list and grab the book. It's on Amazon. It's uh, the, the free chapter is uh, straight out of the book. Uh, proud feminists are all great lines. I want a guy that makes me laugh means you have the personality of a cucumber is what this dude says. Uh, Rich, if you did these translations in your own, I'm calling it your best work. Well, the ones up above are mine. These ones here in the comments are okay. Okay. Here's a good one. I suck at texting. This is an important one. Um, this guy defined it as, I won't text you back unless you're Chad. Essentially, what that means, straight out of chapter three of my book, is she doesn't have genuine burning desire. A woman that has genuine burning desire responds very quickly to text communication, messaging, or anything like that. Uh, if there's prolonged periods, like hours, or even a day, half a day, something like that, she's doing something else, and it's generally speaking not you. It's another guy. So just heads up on that. When you get the, I suck at texting. I want a family man. There are some, okay, let me just back up. There are some exceptions to that where their job might prevent them from having cell phone in hand, for example, but they're pretty rare. Let me just go to the next one now. I want a family man. <laughs> he says, I still live with my parents and I'm attached to them. Um, I don't know that I agree with that one. So my... My translation of the womanese term, I want a family man. And by the way, womanese is a very, very old uh, descriptive term. It's been around for well over 20 years from what I understand from some of the older blogs and uh, content that I've looked at. But I want a family man to me essentially means she's been around a block. She's been with the alphas. She's been with the party boys. She's been with the chads. She's been with a football team. She's been with a basketball team. Maybe had a train run. And now she's saying, I need a family. Kind of ties into the whole settling down thing, right? Next one. You must have a car and a job. Oh, that's a good one. I've seen that one too. I don't have my driver's license or it's suspended. Um, that's one way to interpret it. The, what she really means in my opinion though, when she says you must have a car and a job, is she's trying to qualify you uh, to satisfy her hypergamous nature. She She wants to know that she's with somebody at least equal to her, if not better. So... When she says that you must have a car and a job, what she's really saying is 
you must have a car and a job that's better than the car and job that I have. Okay. Um, if she doesn't have a car or a job, a car, any car or any job will do, for example. But if you're dealing with a $100,000 a year uh, junior accountant at a firm driving a Toyota Corolla, because that's what good junior accountants drive, because they're good, reliable, responsible cars, uh, then she's looking for a guy that makes at least that and drives a better car, right? You get the idea. Man, I knock these things out of the park. Uh, I stopped working out for six plus months, but I'm going back again. I haven't done any physical activity since gym class in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, like anytime you get, I'm, um, you know, like I'm working on this body or um, anything like that, that's, you're going to be dealing with about average or worse. Just heads up. Uh, Daniel DPA says, highly educated woman's equals woman's major, sorry, woman's study major with a quarter mil in student loans. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, particularly impressed with the I'm highly educated crowd. Um, you know, let's have a piece of paper framed in mahogany uh, with a bunch of little letters after your name up there. And, um, you know, they're there. They're there. They're out there. Um, they generally come with debt. They generally or almost always come with the boss girl sort of attitude. Um, but, uh, yeah, you will find a lot of them, you know, that have worthless degrees. Uh, Cleary wrote a book on worthless degrees and, uh, you know, he broke it all down in there. He talks about it quite often as well on his channel. Done playing games is the source of all games in her life and past relationships is what Anonymous says that translates to. Done playing games equals she is the source of all games in her life and past relationships. Yeah, that's one way to t take a look at it. Hates drama equals... Requires drama to live. Will literally wither and die if her life doesn't resemble a soap opera at any point. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I can co-sign that. Uh, in the UK, bubbly equals I'm quite chubby but really friendly, so it's okay. <laughs> Is that the same thing here in North America? Bubbly, bubbly usually means that they won't shut up, uh, I think is what I put up here. Bubbly is won't stop talking. So in the UK, bubbly means uh, I'm quite chubby, but really friendly. Hey, man, you know, there's, there's a uh, lid for every pot. Um, you know, the interesting thing is there's chubby chaser websites for guys looking for bigger girls, but there's no chubby chaser websites for girls looking for bigger guys. Just remember that. They don't exist. I have two cats. Uh, equals ovaries are drier than Gant. <laughs> Ovaries are drier than Gandhi's flip-flops. Um, yeah, the, uh, the fur baby um, bios, or I'm a fur mom. Um, I have three fur babies. I have two cats. I have two cats and a dog, three cats and a dog. Um, yeah, no, no, um, not good. That's, uh, you know, I could have made that red flag on my list and added that there, but uh, that's, that's definitely a abort, abort, abort. Um, Self-proclaimed Christian and tattoos. Self-proclaimed Christian with tattoos and a kid does not understand the meaning of the words accountability or irony. <laughs> yeah, so let's um, so let's talk about like I just found God because because that's something that comes up that I uh, haven't seen yet or um, so, something to do with religion generally speaking. 
and it's, I just found it. And more often than not, they're trying to repent for their sins from their past. Um, you'll see women with like three kids from three different baby daddies covered in tattoos, uh, carrying a bunch of debt, talking about how Jesus is her savior and uh, she's going to wait until marriage. <laughs> Um, yeah, whenever there's a conflict between what's said and the life that is, uh, lived always, um, you know, believe the latter, uh, Mike says my fur baby, my fur babies come first. I've, I don't think I've seen fur babies come first. That would be a new one to me. Uh, he translates that as frustrated at life because I'm unable to have children. You're going to help me feel better by supporting my, uh, menagerie with money and labor. You are a beta dog in this pack. You don't get to sleep next to mama. That spot is reserved for doggo. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, usually when you get these fur baby types um, or dog moms or cat moms, um, that's a good indicator that you're probably going to wake up in the morning uh, with a dog's asshole about three inches from your face lying on the bed uh, between you. Uh, or a cat might uh, bite your toe or climb across your head in the middle of the night and wake you up. That's usually what you're going to end up dealing with, with the whole fur baby crap. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. I like a guy who challenges me. I like a guy who takes me to nicer places than the last guy. Oh, here's Moffs. Uh, dog mom, uh, dog lover mom for fur babies. I have an unhealthy attachment to my pet because I have a crippling need for unconditional love. Co-sign that. Oh, we've got a few more. Any quote from The Office, my entire personality is based on extremely overrated sitcom. I agree. The Office sucks. That is one of the lamest sitcoms I've ever seen. But it's usually, uh, you know, there's, there's an audience for everything, right? Uh, I'm sick of hookup culture. Equals men toss me aside when they figure out I have nothing to offer except sex. Or she's got all 20 red flags. Uh, take me on a fun activity for the first date. Drinks are boring equals I don't actually want to get to know you. I want to do fun things to post on my Instagram and I want you to pay for it. Savage. Moff is savage. All right. Let's see who we got here in a private chat. Uh, let me know what it is you want to talk about. Uh, make sure your cameras are on. And again, the link is pinned in the top comment uh, up here. So if you guys want to hop in and ask a question, head over to YouTube. It says join in and ask a question. And you may do so. All right. Um, got people back here with cameras off. I'm not doing cameras off, guys. Cameras on. If you guys want to hop in on my show and chop it up, get your cameras on. And hey, listen, if anybody's up in Ottawa, call in because I want to hear what's going on up, up there with this uh, trucker thing too. Um, I'm going to keep going down here to see what else we got. If you want to have fun, I'm here to advertise my OnlyFans account. That's that's a new phenomenon. I remember when um, Instagram first came out and then they did the API to link dating apps to uh, social media. I think it was more specifically just Instagram, you know, where it started out with. Then women started using uh, dating apps to drive traffic. Uh, and when I say traffic, I mean thirsty betas over to the um, dating uh, apps or, you know, any kind of affiliate thing that, were, that might drive revenue. Uh, OnlyFans is a new one now. First, it was drive attention. So it's like, if I can move guys off a dating app to give me attention and validation and likes on Instagram when I post sexy, provocative pictures, then that's, then that's going to feel good. So attention is, uh, you know, the coin of the realm when it comes to women. Uh, beyond that, there's, of course, money. 
And, um, you know, when she's driving traffic off dating apps to OnlyFans or Instagram to the gram, uh, that's what you're going to be dealing with. You're going to see that a lot. Um, let me see what I got here in a live chat. Do, 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 do. Red flags. Yeah, this is like literally, um, this could literally be another chapter in my next book if I wanted to make it. Alpha woman equals alpha, yeah, alpha headache. Uh, about to enter the dating world after 12 years of marriage. This is worth more than gold. Yeah, pay attention, man. Hey, listen, Greg, if you haven't read my book, get it. You know, if you're just getting out of there, getting out there after 12 years of marriage, get the book and read it. It's right here. Okay. It's, it's going to, it's going to save you a hell of a lot of time and money. Uh, ready to settle takes many forms looking for a real man and no F boys means the same thing. She's banged many dudes and now wants you to deal with the damage. Emotional damage. Did I do that right? Uh, 41 and ready to settle hasn't hit the second hoe phase yet. Yeah. My former mistress was all of these. <laughs> no lies detected, says Dev. Usually the second hoe phase starts right about 35. She either unaccepted, sorry, she either accepted the fact that she won't have kids and settle down or already did so, divorced the dude and needs strange D to make up for time lost. Yeah, women, you know, there's these epochs. Maybe I should dedicate a, a show to the epochs that women go through because, uh, you know, because they're, they're different based on age and when they got married, you know, when they got kids, if they haven't had kids and all that sort of stuff. But that's, um, that's a moving target too. Uh, oh, here's a good one. What does it mean when she puts it's complicated on her profile? That, that usually means one of, one of several things. Uh, could be that she's still living with her boyfriend because her lease hasn't expired or they're waiting to sell the condo. Could mean she's living with her husband could mean uh, any number of things. Um, but what it really means is she's going to complicate the shit out of your life if you invite her into it. So if you see it's complicated, friends with benefits, that's it. Until the complication or the entanglement, remember the whole Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith thing? The entanglement, it's complicated, same shit. You know, when the complicated situation goes, then you might want to look at her. But the whole, you know, it's complicated, don't waste too much time on it. Yeah, it's high drama, exactly. Uh, it's complicated. She's looking for her next victim, yet is still with uh, the one and hasn't broken off with the current one. Yeah, essentially what I said earlier, it's um, she's a monkey brancher. It, it's, it's complicated means that she still lives with somebody or there's something going on where she can't uh, unshackle herself from it yet. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I got yours, Moff. It's complicated. Equals in the process of monkey branching. Yep, just covered that. The guy likely doesn't know it's complicated. This is uh, essentially uh, true. I would I, I would co-sign that more often than not. Dude usually doesn't know how complicated it is that she's with right now. Um, so, like, it's complicated for the guy out of the loop and more trouble than what it's worth for you. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a huge uptick in eth ethically non-monogamous on the apps lately. And generally, they're gross women. Um, they're not hot women. Um, it's 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 going to be like the lefter-leaning purple hair, short haircut, face-pierced crowd, um, you, you know, with bumper stickers all over them, uh, tattoos, um, in random places. <laughs> so, yeah, you will see that. Cool, you know, whatever. Um, they're just... 
All that really means is that they're openly being hypergamous and saying that they're open to the best option they could possibly get. What that usually means is she's probably with one or two dorks right now and is looking for an alpha chat that she can spend the weekends on. That's usually what it means uh, when you see ethically non-monogamous. It means that they know that she's going to go out and bang a chad, and they have to be okay with it. Uh, it's open on their end too, but they never get any new play from any other ladies. And they're paying the rent. They're paying for the food. They might be raising, um, you know, some other dudes, kids, or, or, or several of them, you know, in some cases, uh, while she goes out looking for some chad to rearrange her guts. And that's generally, you know, the, you know, the hot dudes that are going to be on the dating app. That's where they come from. Uh, I went on a date with a, sorry, I went out on a date in my mid-20s with a girl who lost her license from a DUI, didn't do a second date. Yeah, that's a good choice. Haven't worked out since high school. Yeah, that's like 10 pounds. That's a lot more than 10 pounds, generally speaking. Uh, educated girls are often the dumbest bunch of the girls you'll meet. Legit smart girls don't have to signal that they're smart. Exactly. You know, people that are something don't need to state it, you know. I'm, you know, like, I'm interesting. Okay, well, why do you need to state that? People know the minute she opens her mouth to speak. Absolutely. I mean, like, you can generally tell by the photography that's being used. So it is what it is. Worthless degree, bachelor's of arts, philosophy, uh, feminist studies, female studies, any, any number of those things. Basket weaving, underwater basket weaving. <clears throat> Let's see what else we got here. Hey, bubblies or bubblies. She has two nopes, stranger danger. Just looking to see if I missed anything here that might. Women think attention equals love. Is it possible to find a viable female in today's world? Yes, it is absolutely possible, but you are going to have to dig through a hell of a lot of dirt to find gold. Um, the Book of Numbers, Mr. Cleary wrote that, and he concluded somewhere between... I think it was about 3% of women are going to be worth your while uh, on a long-term basis. So 3 to 5% is what I would say. Um, you can increase that slightly if you're a top-shelf guy, you know, like one of the 1%. As far as looks, money, status, captivation, you know, you've got things interesting going on in your world. You know, you got your life sorted, basically. Um, it is entirely possible, but it's going to be a heck of a lot of work. Like I said, you're going to have to dig through a lot of dirt to find gold. And the starting place for you guys, again, read the damn book. Uh, the Unplugged Alpha helps set your, set your mind in the correct direction, um, if that's what, what it is that you're looking for. Uh, all right, let's grab the headphones and see what we got. We got a bunch of dudes waiting here to hop in. The live is open to everybody, guys, young, old, men, women. Um, let's see who we got here. Let's give uh, Jack a shot. Um, I think he came in before you, Phil. I'll take you next, Phil. Just give me a second here. So let's go like this. How's that? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, hello. Good, good. What's, what's hello, going Rich. on, man? What's going on? Um, I just want to say that I, I really appreciate the content that you put out. And um, I'm also very new. Um, but basically, I just wanted to ask you, because um, I'm 24 and um i've noticed um well it's not noticed but i've been getting you know girls talking to me and stuff but i know that i'm not in a position right now to be 
seeking something like that right now as a young man. And um, also, since I was young, I struggled. What do you mean by seeking something like that? Um, like you're well, 24, what, like what are you seeking? Well, what girlfriend, I mean, a friends with benefits, a wife, a girlfriend. Um, okay. Why are you seeking a girlfriend at 24? Well, I, well, what I'm trying to say is that I I know I I'm, I that's not the position I'm in to be seeking a girlfriend right now mm-hmm. at my age, like you you've been saying. So, my question, I guess, because um, I I would like to start a business one day and I know that's where I should be putting my focus in but I I work out a lot and it helps me but what are some things that you would recommend me doing to help me keep my mind off of those those things that every guy thinks about you know getting with girls and you know things like why that do you need to keep, okay so why do you need to keep your mind off getting with girls like why can't you date girls well, I think I, I could if I wanted to, but I think something tells something for me personally feels like um, that I shouldn't. Why? Um, well, well, I still haven't moved out yet. I, I need to get my own spot and I still need to get a business of my own started. Why do you need to get a business started? What do you do for a living right now? Um, I'm a, a, a pool technician service. I take care of uh, pools, mm-hmm. maintain them. Where do you live, down in the south? I live in the Bay Area. Okay. Um, so, dude, like, here's the thing, right? I mean, like, you're talking about women, but you don't have a lot of, like, you're not calibrated to them, if you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, the sorts of questions that you're asking me indicate that you don't have a lot of experience, you're probably a little bit apprehensive, maybe some anxiety around it sort of thing. But I mean, if you're going to be dealing with women, if you're attracted to women and you want to be with them, like you've got to figure it out. It's like, you know, if you've got some anxiety or some awkwardness around dealing with elevators, you just have to start riding elevators in a you know constructive way that makes you feel comfortable sort of thing. So what I'm saying is, I mean, you don't need to have a business. You don't need to have whatever, you know, to deal with women. I mean, does it help? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Of course it's going to help. I mean, if you're financially successful, women will start to select you more often than not. Right. But I mean, how many, like how many women have you been with? Like, you know, have you dated women? Like what's your experience been? Yeah. I mean, I haven't been putting myself out there, I guess, you know, in, in high school, I had this relationship that lasted outside of high school that I wanted, I thought I wanted to take seriously but i realized i was in no position to do that at my age um and then on top of that another thing i wanted to tell you that is kind of tough but um to say but i struggled even now since i was young you know like most guys is uh falling into that trap of pornography Mm -hmm. and um how do you sorry how do you get away from porn yeah, and because um, that's another thing that definitely obvious, obviously takes away self-confidence when you're talking to, to women. Um, so so what you're talking about is self-control, right? Because all you have to do is not go to the porn website. Yeah. Right? And self-control, like, 
there was pornography around when I was a kid. We didn't have any no fat movements. We didn't have any of that stuff, right? That was a different time though. I mean, uh, guys today are a lot softer than what they were yeah. 20, 20, 30 years ago, if you know what I'm saying. Um, what's your situation at home? You live with your mom and dad? Yeah, I do. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I want to move out too. And it's, it's also tough in the Bay area. We're thinking about trying to find some spots in Texas. Um, mm. but like I was saying, I know I'm not in a position right now. So I was, yeah, basically asking you, what would you do if you were me that stay focused on, on, on just improving myself, I guess. Got uh, a comment here from a fellow named Nick that says, I think he's using pursuing excellence as a way to defer from dealing with the fact that he struggles socially. Right. What do you do for fun? Um, well, when you said struggle socially, I, I have a lot of association and I do enjoy socializing. That's something that is my main way of, of, of enjoying myself. How, like, what do you do to socialize? Like you play sports? Is there group events? Yeah. Online? Yeah. I mean, the group events I do is, um, jujitsu and, um, calisthenic workouts with a group of guys. Um, we try to improve each other. Um, so why don't you have confidence in yourself? I mean, if you're able to get up and throw your body weight around and, and roll and do jujitsu or do calisthenics, I mean, you know, you don't look scrawny to me. It looks like you've been doing that for a little bit now. So why are you stuck on, you know, going, going further with that and having some serious, you know, success in life, like some wins? Do you like to win? Yeah, I think that's the main thing that keeps me keeps me going is is trying to stay active in those sort of communities, I guess you could say. And um, do you like to win, though? Yeah, I, I I do like to win, but have you ever competed in like a jujitsu uh, competition? Not yet. I was I'm pretty fresh. I would the only things I competed in was um, soccer. And how'd you do there? I did pretty well. Um, I would get very competitive. I would. I would um I would get to the point where you know if things weren't going my way um it would get to a competitive point where you know sometimes you would throw hands or you know some stuff like that um yeah well I think that if you get into some competitions you know and and start to feel some wins and th like the strength and the confidence that comes with that it just happens by osmosis right I mean, if you put yourself on a dating app right now and you got a match and you started doing some messaging back and forth and you met in person, it probably wouldn't go very far because, I mean, you got an awkwardness around you, which is totally fine because everybody's like that at some point, right? It's just like you got to like kind of end that awkward part of you, right? I did some awkward ass shit when I was young too. I mean, like I'll tell you right now, you know, if you want to hear a stupid story. I remember um, I was like 19 or 20 and I had a date with this girl and I read somewhere in some retarded magazine that, you know, you have to bring a certain colored flower when you meet them and then another certain colored flower after, you know, at the end of the day to close it. And, you know, like a retard, I basically went out and followed exactly what the stupid ad said in the magazine. I don't even know what it was. It wasn't a men's magazine. It wasn't like 
powerlifting USA or anything like that. It was probably some stupid shit that I found lying around at the uh, office or uh, something like that. And uh, yeah, that that felt really dumb, you know, if I'm being honest. Like, as I kind of reflect back on it and I tell the story, it's it's practically embarrassing. But we all, like, come from an embarrassing, awkward position when you start dealing, you know, as a young guy. It's just you have to get over it, right? Yeah. And sometimes it takes, you know, the realization that, okay, well, you know, fapping 15 times a day is a really bad use of my time. Or, you know, not being able to strike up, you know, comfortable conversation with a random stranger uh, is a skill that I want to sort of develop. You just kind of lean into it, man. You just lean into these things. You just start doing it. Um, you know, men must become, right? You have to make something out of yourself. If you're a chick, all you had to do is look pretty. Yeah. You could have the dullest personality. If you're pretty and pleasant and you have, you know, some basic culinary skills, you're set. A guy, you have to make something out of yourself, man. Like, Okay, pool boy. Okay, that's a start. Are you the hot Chad pool boy that's like, you know, banging chicks while you're doing the pool work? Probably not, right? But, you know, could you be? Maybe. But I mean, like the whole pool pool boy thing is just a start, right? You got to lean into something bigger and you're already starting to think about chasing excellence. But the problem is, is that you need to start executing on it. How much time do you spend watching YouTube content? Like, what do you watch right now? Like, are there, you know, uh, specific channels or anything that you watch? Yeah, I watch a lot of of you, and I watch. Um, I, I mean, I guess just other red pill content like this guy named Darius, and he just talks about you know. He spends he spends too much time just talking shit, but without providing solutions. If okay. if if you're gonna spend time on YouTube, who cares about? Oh, look at this fucking clip on TikTok of this chick behaving badly, and this is uh, this is women, blah blah blah, sort of thing. Yeah. Get on the ice and start taking shots at the net put on your equipment i'm talking about hockey right now put put on your equipment strap on your skates and, and get on the ice and start taking some shots at net you don't need okay. to consume as much crap as what you're consuming i mean if you've watched a bunch of my videos you have everything that you need to know okay right? and, and i mean like everything that you need to know is literally in my book and on the playlist on you, you know dealing with uh stuff for men Okay, and like you said, get on the ice and and just um, you know get out there. Do you um, do you do you recommend that I still do that even with the struggle that I have of of watching pornography and and trying to just, get a hold on stop, that? Just stop watching porn, dude. Yeah, you know you feel the need to watch porn. Go take a cold shower. Yeah. Get out of the shower. You feel the need to watch porn again. Take another cold shower. Pretty soon, you know you're going to be tired of taking cold showers. Or just start doing push-ups. Do like 20 push-ups, you know, if you feel the need. It's, dude, self-control is a little tiny muscle somewhere in your brain, in your nervous system that just activates and strengthens over time, right? Okay. Like you're, like you're a man. You need to start taking ownership for your life and being accountable for where, for where you're going. And if you can't deal with something as basic as not fapping, yeah. deal with that first, dude. Get yourself busy. Get a, uh, you know, get another hobby. Like add, like add something else to the roster. Do you like motorcycles? That's something that I want to get into next. Dude, get a bike. You're in California. Fucking wicked roads out there. Okay. Rip up to Mount Tam. Man, I've I've ridden all those roads. They're beautiful. Okay. Get a motorcycle. You know, you're a young man. You can buy something for a couple thousand dollars. They're not expensive. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good guys. Good guys ride bikes, man. You start hanging out. Do they still have Alice's restaurant? Out in the uh, forest? 
I think it was called Alice's, right? Oh yeah. Um, I actually, I'm not too sure if it's still around. I should uh, look that up. Yeah. Like, you know, keep yourself busy. I mean, the only time that you're going to find yourself in a position where you're wasting time doing dumb shit is if you got nothing else going on. So fill that nothing else going on with something going on. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. Yeah, the no fap thing. All right. Uh, there's a couple of supers here. McLovin. How I quit porn. Literally, I prayed every morning for about three months, eight months, porn free. Started to quit two years ago. Multiple. It's so weird, man. Guys, guys like have like. I see guys struggle with it, but I struggle to see why it's a struggle. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm a dinosaur. Maybe I'm just an old man, and I just look at this like, are you freaking kidding me? Um. Got some super shout out to Mr. Cappy, White Line. I once dated a girl that was separated but still married, but used to tell me that she was in love with someone else. But then she was sleeping with me. Inner voice told me to get rid of her. Yeah. A13X, there's a strong correlation between non-monogamous and doggo moms where the poor man is looking after the doggo while mommy is getting her cheeks clapped. I've Cappy. See, Aaron thinks he never gets any love from me. There it is. You tell him in the chat next time you see him live. All right. There we go. Um, all right, Gene. Let's see what you got for me, buddy. Let's see you got headphones there. Gene from Ottawa. Bone all right. What is up, man? What's happening in Ottawa? Well, it's it's good. You, like, I'm just off of the main highway, mm. and um, the convoys were good this, this weekend. It was like... Of course, mainstream media just pushed their their narrative, but uh, I um, are they lying in the mainstream media based on your experience being there? Well, person? supposedly there was two flags that were problematic, but honestly, everybody was friendly. Everybody was nice. I you know? saw those pictures of that dude with the Confederate flag, yeah. and that and that's a Fed mole. I can I can I would bet the farm on it because. There was a photographer taking picture yeah. of, of that guy with a Confederate flag, uh, it does, and it's it, the same photographer that looks like he photographs Trudeau. It doesn't matter, Rich. They just—they're always going to do things like that. It is so, it is. so as long as you know, you understand what the truth is. You know, I, I want to thank you. Um, in the, since COVID opened up, uh, mm. happened. I've uh, gone ahead and um, doubled my income. Good. I've What'd gone ahead do? and uh, taken more risks. I've uh, picked up uh, some side work, side gig, which is Uber. Did you stop fapping, though? Did you stop fapping, though? <laughs> <laughs> I am not perfect, but, you know. No, no, um, no, seriously, but what did you do to double your income? I Okay, so back in 2013, I was very blue-pilled and wanted to raise a family. and mm -hmm. uh, So I bought a house outside of the city. And um, I struggled and struggled and struggled. And then I started seeing some content and, you know, um, then bonuses, mm -hmm. and I'm a collector, so uh, bill collector, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, I ended up just saying, you know what, I need to find something else, found something else, and then once I found that something else was making good money, which is Uber, uh, it's like 40 45 bucks an hour whenever I want. Sometimes it's 20 bucks, but you don't have to go when you when it's it's uh, it's not very good. And I went ahead and just decided, okay, do I need to be in this house? No, so I rented out the house. You know, I'm getting $2,500 a month for the house and I'm living downtown. So it's paying for my place downtown and I'm just waiting for market correction to get into my second property. And you're doing so, all that driving Uber. 
I have two incomes, right? So I have the bank income okay. and I have Uber as well, which, you know, I made about 38 last year. So, okay. Okay. and then the income from the house, okay. yeah, it's a small mortgage, it's like 1200 bucks. Okay. And, so and you got a tenant in the house paying the mortgage. That's right. That's right. Good. Yeah. Every month. Excellent. You know, get somebody else working for me, right? I've, the biggest concept is you can only exchange your time for so much money. There's, so, there's, there's only so much money that you're going to earn if you're exchanging time for money, right? Cause you, yeah. Cause so you're I'm a block of time for a block of money. Yeah. There's and only 24 um, of those blocks of time in a, a day. There you go. So I, I want to appreciate, I want to thank you for, for, uh, for, uh, your, the videos that you do and just keeping me focused on pushing and taking more risk. And, uh, I'm not a big risk guy, but I've, done some jumps, moved my life around to make things better. And I've gone from making, you know, 60,000 to I grossed over 130 last year. Good. And quick prediction. Do you think that these, that these truckers and what's going on in Ottawa is going to solve this mandate problem for us? I think they're probably going to twist over to the, this new uh, COVID pill. And I say, well, we have the COVID pill now, so we can go ahead and give you the COVID pill. They're never going to admit that they were wrong. But they might start to kind of move towards that because a lot of other countries are moving towards that. And um, a lot of other countries have dropped the mandates, right? Completely, yeah. So. Yeah. So I, th I think they might use the excuse of the, the, the Pfizer COVID pill. We can treat you with that. And, uh, so we'll now we happens. can. Yeah. It just depends whether or not Doug Ford finds his, you know what. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich. Thanks, I got to get going. See again. ya. All right, we got, uh, do, do. we have good viewership tonight, guys. Good viewership, good comments, uh, some interesting call-ins. Lines are going to be open for the 30 minutes. Again, they're pinned at the top of the uh, live chat, so uh, get on in there. All right, uh, we got Dominic here up next. Let's see what Dominic's got for us. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Rich? What's Big fan. What's going on, man? Thank you, thank you. Uh, I just finished reading your book. Uh, I don't know. It, it was pretty interesting. Very interesting. Okay. So what, yeah, so what about the book was interesting? What about it stood out to you? Well, it gave me a little bit of the real a red pill rage. Um, basically, the imperfections of the woman, the, the imperfection of, of their nature. You know, it's like throughout most of my life, I grew up in a blue pill. And mm -hmm. then as soon as I read your book, I went through a bit of a, a red pill rage. You got pissed. And it was, yeah. And it was really, and even afterwards, it was still kind of a struggle. But after a few months, just, uh, sorry, I'm not used to this, by the way. So that's okay, man. <laughs> I'm a little well, nervous. Let's, um, let's go over the question. So what do you got for me tonight? Okay. <clears throat> I'm dating a few women right now, All right. but I'm not exactly satis satisfied with my dating life. Okay. Most of, most of it is by either is personal insecurities and financial insecurities. So like I'm over, I'm over here in the LA area. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you can see, I look like a gang affiliated, but I'm far from it. Mm -hmm. And the type of women that I truly love and enjoy don't really go out with guys like me, bald headed that looks you know, a little gang affiliated or whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call it. I'm more into 
young women like 25, 24, and the type of women that I normally get that I'm used to getting is women that are that basically has a record, like a really bad record. What I mean by record is several uh, dated, like had sex with like over 50 men, 100 men, and they have like three different baby daddies and stuff like that. How old are you? Donna? Those are the women that are uh, 37. 37. Okay. And you like to date yeah. 24 year olds roughly. Yeah. But okay. I, I really don't get that much luck when it comes to young women. I, wow. Again, I usually get women my age, and they usually have like three different baby daddies with a okay, shit so, little kid. Okay, so let's set aside the you know the single mommies for a sec, right? So why don't so the women that you're attracted to, surprise, surprise, are you know in the most attractive age range that everybody gets mad at, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Why aren't they responding to you? Uh, I don't know. It's not like the tattoos, everything... man. No, no, it's not the tattoos. Most, I, I think most chicks dig tattoos. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, generally speaking, they're going to see you more as like the alpha seed part of it, you know, with the jail tat sort of look going on that you got happening there. Yeah. But a lot of women still like tatted up guys. Right. Okay. So that's not an issue for you. Tatted up women are a different thing. Tatted up women try to be like tatted up guys. And that's a turnoff. It's like putting bumper stickers in a Lambo. You know Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent on that. Putting, 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 putting tats on a, Jack dude is like throwing mud on a pickup truck. See what I'm saying? It's different. Mud on a pickup truck looks good. All right. So they're not responding to you. So what's the situation with money? Like, are you sorted out money wise? Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly how to, I, I guess you could say I'm not really, I'm really careless when it comes to money. Like I'm a single dad, by the way, I'm a, I'm a single father. So I spend a lot of time with my daughter and then I pay for child support. I pay child care and, and the list mm -hmm. goes on. Okay. And then on top, of, on top of that, since I'm a single individual, I'm a single father. I'm always like, you know, buying out to eat and stuff like that. And then on the on on the weekends, I usually hang out with the boys, and then we spend, you know, drinks, and I spend money on the women that I don't okay, get so to you got take debt home. Then, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's your income? Mm -hmm. How much you make? My income year? <clears throat> last year I made uh, around sixty five. Okay, so so sixty five grand, and you live where in L.A. You said, yeah, I live in the L.A. area. Yeah, sixty five grand. A... Yeah, sixty five grand in L.A. at thirty seven ain't gonna cut it for a lot of women. Yeah, that's right. yeah, absolutely. So I mean, you know, that's why you're getting a lot of the low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Are you in good shape? But... I mean, like you look like a big guy, but are you in good shape? Like you fit? Uh. Honestly, Rich, I'm uh, five foot six, two hundred pounds. So not, I'm not exactly in the best shape of my life. Okay. So, so what did I say in my book? If you're like five six, you better be five six and jacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I do remember specifically that part of the book. Absolutely. Okay. And you know, and you know, and you know what, Rich? I think that's another issue that I have. I feel like in here in the LA area, most women, the grand majority of women, I noticed they love tall guys with hair. You know, and Dude, since I don't hair, fit in that hair, hair doesn't matter. There are lots and lots of women that love a nice, clean head. Trust me. You already know that. Sometimes yourself. I find that. Hard to be. But uh, some, to be perfectly honestly, Rich, I find that hard to believe at times because, again, the type of women that I'd be dating are pretty bad well, women. Then, well, then uh, why don't you go get your uh, scalp tattooed and get a uh, micropigmentation on your scalp, right? I mean, you already have tattoos on your body. You might as well get like the dotted hair thing, you know, going on to match it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's definitely there's a um, definitely something to think about. There's a place out in L.A. that um, Jay Campbell wanted me to talk to. Uh, Vantis is what it's called, and they do micropigmentation. They do a really good job. They showed me some before and afters. They were talking to me just before COVID hit because they wanted me to come down, but uh, I was like, no, no. But uh, yeah, check that out. But as far as improving your values so that the optics of attraction go up and you're going to get better better responses from women, you're really only going to get that. I mean, like, the money thing is going to be harder to do than the fitness thing, you know, for being honest, because you sound like that you work for somebody like you're an employee if you're making 62,000, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, for you to get a job that's going to pay a lot more is going to be a lot more work than lifting weights, you know, cutting out the booze and the extra calories and, you know, maybe get into some kind of combat sport. Honestly, dude, I mean, like you want to get the 24 year old women, you're going to have to be like you know, the dude that she wants to be with. You're going to have to be jacked. You're going to have to have some cash. You're going to have to be fun, which I mean, like you seem like you got, you don't have any of the awkwardness, like two or three calls, you know, before, I don't know if you saw the more awkward younger guy in the baby. Yeah, area. I noticed. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. you don't have the awkwardness, right? Like you've gotten over that clearly. Mm-hmm. Right. But <laughs> yeah. Like at 37. Okay. You know, I've said this before, like, Women will look past a young, hot guy that's like 22 if he has a plan. He could be broke. If he's young, hot, and broke, but he has a plan, she'll overlook the brokenness because he's got a plan because he's young. There's a lot of runway ahead of him. Now, the older you get, women have less and less patience for an older guy that just has a plan. Like, you have a plan, obviously, right? I mean, like, you want to make something out of yourself. You want to chase excellence. I get it, right? But they have less patience for you at your age. Hmm. Right. So yeah, you mentioned that's why that you're getting the low hanging fruit, dude. I mean, like, you know, you want to get the younger hotter, you got to do the work on yourself. You don't want to get the younger hotter then you know, you know, spin some plates with the older ones that have a high notch count and four kids and four different men. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say, dude? <laughs> well, over rich, but another thing that I want to mention to you too, like the women that I do date and when I do like interact with other women at the bars and the clubs, you name mm. it. Um, they tell me that I could be pretty obnoxious, a, a little arrogant. And what do you think uh, that means? That's the part that I don't get because I can't, because to I'm control Cuban you, man. And They're right. And, control and, you. And, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm Cuban. And, and if you meet my family, I'm sorry, what? They're trying to control you. Like, that's what they're basically saying. You know, when they say that you're loud, that you're obnoxious, is they're trying to reel you in. Agree and amplify. Yes, and I am way, loud. And, well, they're trying to reel you in. You know, they're trying to control you, right? Just agree and amplify. Yes, I yeah. am loud and loud and obnoxious. You know, you should you should hear the stereo on my car. You should hear the exhaust on my car. You should see what I whatever. You know, you can <laughs> you know you can lead it into something else, but that's what agree and amplify basically means. Is like you know just own it. Don't apologize for it. Just own it. Moff says double down on that. So even when they tell me. Double down on that. I don't know exactly what that what that's supposed to mean. It means it means own it. It means agree and amplify. So there's this concept called agree uh, and amplify. You know? So let's yeah. say you know, let's say like a chick says to you, Dominic, you look like a lady killer. You've probably been with a lot of women. You're probably dating a whole bunch of women right now. Agree and amplify just means yes, yes, I am. In fact, there's a lineup out the front door right now, so we're gonna have to move this date along <laughs> so I can bring in the next one. Right. That's what agree and amplify is. Right. So, you know, if they're calling you something like, oh, you know, you're loud or you're boisterous, say, yeah, I am loud and boisterous. You know, you should see my family over the holidays. 
See what I'm saying? I'm sorry, Rich. I think there's the the service is out of whack for the for the time for the moment. All right. Can you hear me? I think you got what you needed to, man. I hope that helps. See you later. Peace out. All right. Um, let's see what else we got here in the super chats. Got a few other guys hopping in. Um, you say women wait at the finish line. How are you supposed to build a bond with a woman building life together? I'm not sure I understand that question. You say women wait. So women don't care about your struggles. They hang out at the finish line and they pick the winner. That's what the line is, right? So you're asking, how are you supposed to build a bond with a woman building a life together? Well, you have to be the guy at the finish line. That's basically what it boils down to. You want to build a bond with a, with a beautiful woman over a long-term basis that adds some value to your life sort of thing. Like this is typically what guys look for. You need to be the guy at the finish line. You know, that's all that that means. Um, you can't, um, you can't expect her just to overlook, you know, discrepancies. Women, women, especially as you're older, you know, expect that at that point in time. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, we got Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. What's up? No, not much, Rich. What about you? Oh, hey, man. I'm happy to have you on. Appreciate it. So, yeah, uh, I've been watching your kind of content for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so my question would be, is I recently got involved with a single mom. I'm a single dad. Mm-hmm. Her her child's 10, female. My child's a 10-year-old girl as well. Okay. I just want to, like, take, you know, what's your take on it? Should I just, like, keep it moving or, you know, maybe – take you know consider this woman as you know a serious option how old are you i'm 34 and like what's the plan like are you looking for a girlfriend a wife like what are you trying to do here you you looking to have more kids yeah ideally i'm looking for a a wife you know put uh and then have more kids and see that's you know i you know kind of mentioned that to this woman and she seems pretty i'd say you know unusually uh down to earth in the sense of like i have a decent net worth and mm-hmm. she's already like would you make you need to make sure you get a uh, prenup or whatever so she's mm-hmm. you know already you know kind of even said like in the event like prenup how old is she she's 29 okay have you read my book i have not there's a chapter in my book on single moms okay okay you should get it. it's on amazon or you can just listen to it as an audible um I can't go over the whole thing with you, but what I would recommend you do is you look at the chapter on red flags. I mean, read the whole damn book, obviously, but the chapter on red flags will help you uh, get some clarity on whether or not this is a chick you want to spend any time with on a long-term basis. And and, uh, the one thing that I will say is in the chapter on dealing with single moms, I discourage it, generally speaking, with the exception that you've got a kid that's the same age and sex as her kid. So you've got a daughter that's 10. She's got a daughter that's 10. You're not going to have any kind of risk factor. I'm assuming they can get along fine sort of thing. Um, So there's that element to consider. But generally speaking, I tell guys to stay away from single moms, right? Because it usually boils down to the juice not being worth the squeeze. So I'd recommend reading that. I can't, like... I got to know a lot about, you know, what's going on, how long you've been dating her, like how long you guys been together? 
Uh, see, this is about three weeks, and see, that's why I told oh, her. three I, weeks, dude. Yeah, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to have to see other people while I determine whether or not this is going to be something I want to do. Okay. And she's like, well, I don't know if I how I feel about that, whatnot. And I was just like, well. Why are you I'm, telling her that you're seeing other women? Why? Just yeah. to be, you know, I'm a very open, honest, upfront kind of guy. And okay. like, too, like I did, like I said, I mentioned that I have a decent net worth, and like, I know in the sense of like, I understand women well enough to know that women are looking for a man that has the ability to provide. And okay. I have that ability to provide. So I know I'm not. Well, that also makes you a target then. That also makes you a guy that has the ability to, 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 to hand over half of his shit. Yeah. You know, if she's cunning and creative enough too. Right. Um, so, so this woman, you've only known her for three weeks. You haven't met her kids. Your kids haven't hung out. Like you don't even know her basically. Correct. Yeah. What you're saying is what you should do, but you shouldn't say it. And I'm going to explain that to you. So what you're talking about is spinning plates, right? Are you familiar with the concept? I've heard it. You guys say it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're just dating multiple women in a non-monogamous fashion, just trying to, you know, figure out, you know, what your options look like and get your head around what's out there. Right. So when you do that, you just go about doing it. You don't openly declare, Hey, I'm seeing other women. You just go about it. Now, at some point, she's going to probably say, hey, Brandon, I really dig your vibe. Where do we stand? Um, you might be standing at the front door thinking to yourself, well, do I tell her I see myself standing at the front door seeing you off? Or do I tell her, yeah, I dig your vibe too, and you have a conversation about it sort of thing. That's, that's when you can decide at that time if you're going to give up seeing other women or if you want to continue doing so and just letting her know that you're not going to be monogamous to her if that's something that you want to do. But you, but you never generally openly declare to, to women, especially early on, hey, I'm seeing a bunch of other chicks right now. It needs to be uh, conveyed by way of your availability and what's, what's basically going on in your world, right? Like, let's say you see this woman on a Tuesday and you got a Thursday night date and she's blowing up your phone because she wants to talk to you. You're not available. You don't respond to the text. You don't answer it. Because you're busy doing something. You catch up with her. Hey, what were you doing Thursday night? Yeah, I was busy. And you kind of move on from that, right? Like you don't let her know that you had a date with Nancy. All right. Right. And Nancy had a great ass. You don't get in any of that stuff with her, right? You just carry on doing what you're doing. I mean, the whole notion of spinning plates is ultimately, I mean, if you're looking for a girlfriend, you know, for example, or if you're looking to have more kids, you know, if that's the plan, the whole point of spinning plates is to give you exposure to um, everything. Like when you go to the grocery store, you don't just pick up one apple and you buy it, right? Correct. You know, you you pick up a bunch of other apples. Same thing with the bananas. When you get to the bananas, you pick them up, you flip them over. Oh, those are bruised. I'm not taking those. That's going to taste like shit. I don't want those ones, right? And you kind of go through them. It's the same th you know sort of thing with dating, right? But you're not going to have a very positive, successful experience, if I'm being honest, if you don't go through my book, The Unplugged Alpha, and get the clarity that you need on looking for red flags and understanding what really drives attraction and arousal with women. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely aroused for sure. I mean, I'm no stranger to, you know, I've had plenty of experience with women, so I'm no stranger to getting women. Like, you know, I've definitely, so that's what I'm saying. I'm at a point where I've definitely, you know, uh, sampled enough women to where I know that I'm in the point where I got, it's kind of like they're all, I'm, I'm not say all the same, but I've definitely experienced the bad ones and I've experienced mm -hmm. some good ones. 
I just want to show you some of these comments here. So Nick says it, it's implied, not expressed. Okay. When it comes to dating other women simultaneously. Um, and Moff here says being completely open and honest about every little thing makes you unattractive. The truth of the matter is, is women want to know, but they do not want full disclosure on everything. If you see what I'm saying, you're frozen. Can you hear me still? All right. Well, that froze up. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> I'm talking there and I'm like, dude's not moving, man. Either that or he's got like a, he's really captivated by what was up on the screen. Um, all right, let's do one more, maybe two more. We'll see. Uh, all right, Brian, let's see what you got from me here, Brian. Hey, Rich. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm, man? uh, doing good. I'm taking a pause on dating, mostly wanting advice on, uh, how to level up to the next business standard. I'm, uh, doing about 180 a year as a truck driver. And, um, do you live in Canada or do you live in the States? No States work, uh, okay. mostly Houston, Houston mobile chemical industry. Okay. And uh, I'm just trying to get to the next level as far as income. And, what does that uh, look like? Does that look like owning trucks and having drivers drive them for you? Uh, no, I'm really wanting to get out of the, the chemical industry. Uh, okay. I really want to get into something where I interact with people more. Most of my, my background's in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And uh, sorry, I, I'm on an iPad, so I can't tell which camera to look at. Um. I worked nine years in the ER and just started in the chemical industry about three years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's working out well. When you say the well, chemical but... industry, you're driving a truck full of chemicals? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. What does that pay again? You said it's about 160000 I'm making 180 after 180? taxes. Uh, clear about 160, 155. That's, dude, that's an awesome tax rate. I wish I had yeah, a tax rate here. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Um, all right. So what are you looking to try to do? Like, what's the problem? I really don't know. I just don't know where to, where to go to next. You know, um, I mean, yeah. I enjoy working with computers, but yeah, I've got savings? about sixty. I've got about sixty in the bank. I just just got a new truck. Okay. okay. So that, uh, and do you have any kids? Do you have a wife or anything? Or no kids. I uh, just got out of a bad relationship about two months ago. How old are you? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay. So. Here's the thing, Brian. I mean, like you want to, you want to do like, like move on to something else. Like, what are you trying to move on to? You want to run a business? You want to get a higher paying job? Like, what are you trying to do? Uh, I want to take a big uh, ladle and stick it into that money stream you're talking about in the internet okay. and okay. Uh, see, you know, see how much I can pull in. Okay. So you're talking about becoming an entrepreneur. So what are you doing to learn about that? <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one of the places to start. So if you're not on my email list, get on it. I'm putting a, a course together. Um, it's going to be called the School of Entrepreneurship. I'm going to teach you the mindset to unplug from the JOBs of the world to kind of okay. get your head uh, sorted out and around the kinds of businesses that you should be thinking about and having the mindset that's going to it's going to facilitate that success. Um, that'll be out in the next couple of months. So that'll definitely okay. be, be worthwhile. But what I'd also recommend that you do, and since you're driving a truck is turn your truck into a, uh, learning studio, like a university, basically right. audio books, podcasts. Um, I would just like consume everything that I possibly could driving on any topic that I found interesting. Okay. Right. Um, books around like if you like certain businesses or if you're keen on certain entrepreneurs 
Um, you like Elon Musk, read his biography. You like Steve Jobs, read his. You know, you want to learn about Amazon and Jeff Bezos, uh, listen to the Everything Store. Um, Losing My Virginity is on Richard Branson. I would, I would be fastidious about consuming as much content as possible um, about entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, and some of the big icons out there so you, so you have an idea of what you're up against like and where you're going. And then on top of that, there's some great podcasts out there. I don't know if this podcast is still out on um, uh, the different platforms. It should be. But Joe Polish and Dean Jackson, I used to listen to this about 10 years ago. I, I suspect they still run it, though. Um, podcast called I Love Marketing. It's really good. And okay. they had lots of really good episodes on um, business, business ideas, and all tied into all that good stuff. All righty. Yeah. All right. Cool. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. All right, man. Take care. All right. Uh, let's give uh, the next one to Kirk. Kirk, what's up, buddy? What do you got for me tonight? What's up, Rich? Not too much. What are you up to? Good, good. What are you up to tonight, man? Oh, not too much. Just got off work and, uh, yeah, popped on your uh, your live stream here. So, uh, you got a question a, for me tonight? Yeah, I got a experience and a question. So uh, okay. basically, uh, just got out of a three-year long-term relationship. Um, yeah, kind of broke it off over Christmas. Um, she's being really disrespectful and stuff. And yeah, I broke it off basically like Christmas Eve. And then, uh, you know, couple days later i tried to reconcile it because i was like oh i screwed up because you know whatever you, but, you broke it off and then you tried to fix it yeah 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 so whatever right. it, okay. it it's it's done now so um um so basically the plan was like i was gonna move back to my small town where i basically grew up um i'm i'm here working now um i was living in the city working there Mm-hmm. and uh a plan was to move back here and have kids with her and stuff like that or whatever mm-hmm. um but that's obviously not going to work out so i'm kind of at a crossroads and um i'm like well do i stay in the small town where do you live um, uh, in alberta in canada here so okay yeah so i have the choice to either stay in a small town or move back to the city i have houses in both places i'm renting out um, my house in the small town right now. Um, I was going to kick them out and just live there, but, uh, um, now not doing that and thinking about just taking my old job back in the city and just going to rent that house again, again. But my question is like the amount of girls around here, there's not very much like in the small town, like I, and like in the surrounding area, you know, compared to the big city, but it's like, do I go back or do I try and find something here? I don't know because like, I want to go with the, you know, unlimited options kind of deal. So look, if you want to go get some produce again, you don't go to the grocery store with two apples on a shelf. You go to the one that's full of apples, right? They got exactly bananas yeah. and oranges and celery and everything. Yeah. So you want to be in a big city if you're dating. I mean, if you want to go and have kids, do it in a small village, uh, homeschool them, you know, keep the government out of your life as much as possible, like standard stuff like that, obviously. But, um, you know, the bigger cities, you're going to run into more like the left or leaning, you know, liberal sort of folks. Absolutely. Sort through it. But how old are you, man? I'm 35. Yeah. You got to lose some weight, man. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, you know that already, but I mean, like, you got to lose some weight. I mean, if you want to be spoiled for choice when it comes to women and, you know, be able to select, you know, like the best that's out there, you got to look the part too. Like, you can't expect it if you don't look the part. So there's that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, um, I realized that over the past, you know, couple of years, I, you know, just stopped going to the gym and stopped going to the dojo, you know, I was taking kickboxing, I was doing lots of stuff and then that shit shut kind of shut down and I really haven't got out of it. And then, yeah, it just kind of fell apart there. So definitely getting back into that stuff. And trust me, it's a lot easier to fix at 30 than it is at 40 or 50. So fix it now if you can. Absolutely. Yeah. You you want to make it a priority. What else did you have? You said that you had a question or another share or something? Yeah, no, it was, it was just about whether, you know, small town or city and you pretty much answered kind of what was going through my head. Yeah. If you're mobile, if you have the ability to maneuver, you don't have kids, you know, holding you down to a neighborhood from an ex-wife or anything like that. Big city for sure. No. Sounds good. Right on. All right, man. Awesome. See you brother. Well, thanks. All right. Um, what do we got here? Okay. Looks like we got through just about all of them. Um, let's see what we got here in the chat. Ma, if you want to drop your link for um, the, thought, the uh, after show, and I'll put it up on the screen for you. Um, next Monday, we're doing uh, Unplugged Alpha number 30. We'll be with the uh, guys from my community. It's, it's, it's typically the first Monday of every month. I'll call in some of them. We'll have a, a topic to chop it up. If, if you want to talk to uh, Moff and Jaron and ask them some questions, uh, they'll be on the stereo app. You just go to stereo.com forward slash Moff and you can uh, chop it up. It's kind of like a l- little bit of a radio show. Um, also, before I go, before I go, do, 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 change the ticker down there. So just over my shoulder up here, I've got my supplement line uh, for the unplugged alpha. Um, it's, beautiful supplement line. Uh, we're actually going to be able to, in about a week, if I'm not mistaken, start to offer uh, shipping outside of the United States. Pre- uh, previously, we could only ship to the United States, but it's, uh, it's a great lineup, guys. We've got um, stuff in the protein lineup. We've got stuff in the fat burn lineup. We've got stuff in the testosterone boost lineup. We have stuff in the uh, estrogen metabolism lineup to get rid of estrogen out of the male body. There's a lot of environmental factors that contribute to that vitamin DK, everything's there. Check it out. Just go to the unplugged alpha below. And when you check out, use coupon code, uh, alpha 10, and you'll get 10% off your first order. Um, the other link, let's go over here for the ground Ike soap stuff over my shoulder. Here it is. Um, again, Scott's been a great supporter of the channel over the years. Uh, he happened to be my first interview on playing the win, if you guys want to go watch that, but stuck, but Scott Carr is the guy that created, created the, uh, Grandike soap company. Um, it is a pheromone infused handmade soap with no endocrine disruptors. Um, you're showering anyways. So if you go over to coopersoap.com, you'll get 10% off with a coupon code Cooper. Again, just paying the bills around here. Um, go support the work, whatever way you can. Next Monday, we'll be back again with the 1% crew. Uh, yeah, dude, the new bond is incredible. They've got, uh, like these scents that are off the chart. The first ones are good, but this series here, the third series is definitely awesome. Um, let's see what else do I got lined up this week? I don't have a plane to win schedule for this Thursday. I, I, I try to do them Thursdays now, every Thursday. Um, 
I've got something lined up for next Thursday, but um, I may or may not go live. I might actually start to do some of the playing the wins like a solo show, kind of like I do this. So if that's something that you guys feel like you have the appetite for, just let me know in the um, in the comments, and um, you know I'll consider. It. Maybe I'll put something together. I've had a few people request doing some more content around entrepreneurship. I'm building that course out. So what I'll start to do as I get close to releasing it, um, I'll start to give out some of the information, you know, so you guys have an idea of what's all going to be in it and see if you have the appetite for it. But uh, yeah, so go check out uh, Moff and Jaren on Stereo, stereo.com forward slash Moff. We'll see you guys in the next cast. Give a thumbs up and a comment below for the algorithm.